Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jetter Park. Some movie screenings. Why not? You know. Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. Did you did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cole. You uh, bite your tongue. If this is not, it does not hold up. You know, I like history too. And maybe when this is all over, you and I can stop by the souvenir shop together. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. How are you, sir? Not too bad. We had our first snow last night, and it's has mostly melted off today. So, the first snow of the season? Yeah, I think so. The first where there's just a little bit of accumulation and accidents, of course. So, of course. Yeah. Fortunately, we didn't get any of those horrible storms and tornadoes that the South did. But yeah, what a mess! That's yeah, so terrible. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, you guys uh, steered clear of, or the tornadoes steered clear of you. They did so, and I think we have another seventy-degree day coming up. So winter, oh wow, winter's and winter's not quite here yet. So it's interesting. Yeah, I was looking at the weather earlier, and it's colder here in LA than it is where my parents are in Pennsylvania. Is that? I, yeah. I feel like we need to watch the day after tomorrow, to- <laughs> or the happening, or the well. <laughs> I lured somebody. Into watching the happening this week. That is cruel. How how did you do that? Did they actually watch it? They actually watched it. Yeah. Uh, and I, there was no false pretenses. It was my buddy Tim. We had lunch. Somehow the happening came up, and he's like, "I've never seen it." I said, "It's like one of the worst movies ever." And uh, we were talking about it. And that night, I was like, "Just to let you know, it's streaming now on HBO Max." And he goes, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to watch it." Oof. I was like, "Enjoy the first 20 minutes. They're the only good parts of the movie." But you're um, like watching like. Well, I don't see what the big deal is. It's kind of goofy, but you know, kind of goofy. <laughs> I know? turned it off. Yeah. Um, I, I watched, I've seen it before, obviously, but I was like, I can't even do this. But he's like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, like, it was. Oh, oh just you wait. But just you wait. He's, and he made a good point. He said, uh, there's some good like plots and things in there that they could have done more with, which I agree. Mm-hmm. But overall, it doesn't, it doesn't no. apply. The, the set jetter page on the happening is better than the film. <laughs> It's, it's more truly. enjoyable. Yeah, it is. Well, happy Saturday, Robert. You're listening to the podcast will set Jetter Saturdays with Robert Patterson, the author and blogger of the website set-jetter.com uh, and probably the best film location website on the interwebs. Thank Great you. show tonight. Um, I wanted to ask you film release anniversaries this week. Uh, Terms of Endearment, you just posted. Yeah. And then, um, so it was, I say it's an 83 film. Um, so um, as you know, I usually post on anniversary days or the wide release uh, for those that are getting nitpicky about <laughs> what yeah. day I choose to. But yeah, so obviously Terms of Endearment is one of my favorites. So shot in Texas and Nebraska. I'm not laughing at what you're saying. I, I, I'm very interested. I love the movie. I'm laughing at nitpicky because I won't mention any names, but I saw a comment on one of your threads. that's like, that wasn't the date of the release. And you were like, oh, that's why I said the wide release. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> you know, in terms of endearment. I know. Like just, let, just enjoy the movie and, and let it go. You know, because literally there any movie you can pick 12 different dates, you know, is it the film festival yeah. on this day and so forth. So sometimes depending on what I'm feeling and I usually try to state it, this is the wide release or this was the sneak preview date or whatever happens. But, I think you do. I also think you should yeah. put a throw a completely ridiculous date out there. Like Ghostbusters was released on this day, February 1st. And when you get called out, be like, oh no, it was released in my house when I got a copy well advanced the screen. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Know. This is the day I saw it. So <laughs> this is but, the day I bought the DVD. But like give this <laughs> this is the day I watched it at the at the holiday <laughs> inn. But what else? What other? Give us like what other anniversaries are, are going out live? I don't know. I have to look at my, my page because I can't even remember. Um, you, you're very good with the anniversary dates, and I feel like people really appreciate that. And that that's what makes you separate you from the rest. Yeah. So sometimes, uh, oh, Christine shared the same exact date. Um, oh yeah, Christine. John Carpenter's Christine. So that's always kind of a fun one. Uh, a lot of Pasadena, South Pasadena locations. Has Robert Prosky in it? Um, and Psycho, or Psycho was last week, I think. 
again the wide release i think of psycho but i, I oh sorry psycho psycho 1998 right rather right. <laughs> the, cla- the classic yeah descendants i missed by a couple days so i was like oof i usually try to do it on the day and i missed it by a couple days but oh well great great job matching up those shots though into the Thank descendants you. oh yeah so that like was for hawaii it, it, that can be a tough <laughs> tough task yeah and most of that i mean it was on when i was on oahu i wasn't driving we had a driver so you know it was kind of like hey can you stop here and the rest of my family having to deal with all my you know <laughs> grabbing random shots you know but but we did we we did ask that restaurant uh near the end we actually did ask actually got seated at that table by chance so it worked out that george clooney sat at right no that's nice that's a nice touch yeah and the stop signs shot or there's a stop sign in the street sign oh, where you're i have video of me running <laughs> do you really was that yeah. a, a frame from a video that is a frame from a video so nice. i don't know if i want to post it <laughs> it's not posted anywhere it is not so oh, you have we'll, to well, well we'll see but you know I, I there's some neighbor that did have george called it george clooney's corner so i'm glad that they appreciate it so nice yeah it is a nice touch yeah but yeah there's some some good anniversaries this week you can check them out at set-jetter.com uh 21 jump street excision much ado about nothing 21 jump street's not a you're, you're looking my website doesn't necessarily reflect Oh, these are just days. That these, they, I was working hard on 2012 movies. I guess if you if you see what's happening here, so yes, absolutely. So, um, Madonna, open your heart. I yeah. uh, I read an article today about this photographer. He's a he's a British photographer. He filmed or photographed the Queen and Madonna and other people like that. And um, he said that they asked him who the hardest, most difficult person to. Uh, you know, shoot was, and he was like Madonna. He filmed her in 99 and it wasn't because she was rude or mean or anything. It was because she said, he said he, he filmed the queen. It was like static and mm. Mick Jagger and all these, but Madonna was so big and there was like all these like kind of wardrobe changes and things. He was like kind of under pressure to like get this right. Cause it was like a quick shoot. So he said not difficult. Like she was, yeah. you know, hard, you know, mean or anything, but just, difficult to like really shoot her because she was kind of all over the place and like wanted to do changes and to get the light like she wouldn't sit still but, he, but he, he filmed he shot her and he, he they look great um i'll send you the article but it was really interesting to see hmm. like we've talked about that before you know like her family photos she's like doing like poses <laughs> and it's like a reunion or something yeah everybody but her everybody else looks like typical she midwestern michigan um right but yeah, I remember during it was actually 2012 before the uh, the MDNA concerts that she was going to be filming, and I know that one of the night the night before we bumped into her um, hairdresser and and he was like we said something about it. And he's like, oh, this is she's so picky on those days that she knows she's going to be filmed for the video and DVDs that it takes forever, uh, you know, of them getting everything just right for her. So everything has to be perfect. Oh, really? It's yeah. a process. Yeah. So, and that was, I mean, I can't remember how late that was three and a half, four hours late. Yeah. It was, <laughs> wow. It was torture. Yeah. But hey, People were leaving. Yeah. She sews her, the, the, the handiwork of her, of her, uh, the work that she's put in. Yeah. She's reaped the benefits, unlike Mariah Carey, who's doing McDonald's commercials now. I mean, well, let's be honest. Hmm. Is that good for McDonald's or Mariah? I don't even know who's benefiting (laughs) here. I was thinking about Mariah Carey last night. Um, Just thinking about her. Nothing. I just Just ran guys. No, yeah, because I've been seeing a bunch of ads for McDonald's on Twitter. Then she's in it. She's doing a campaign. But all I want is you is obviously the thing you hear every year at this time. Is that her biggest (laughs) song now? Has she like morphed into this Bing Crosby thing where Bing Crosby's been was a recording artist for like 50 years, but people only yeah. know white Christmas and his Christmas. Correct. Song. Yeah. Is Mariah Carey now like a, a Christmas person? I think so. I mean, that she's now kind of associated with that new year's Eve and, and that's kind of ad nauseum. That's all you, I'm sure you hear in the malls and elevators and stuff like that. So, but, but yeah, cause she's had a lot of hits. 
But are people really like listening to these hits like they would with a Madonna or something like that? When no. you actually still listen to them? I don't think so. I think I'm the only one that rewatches Glitter every five years. So <laughs> she's like, it's Robert's time to shine. He's the one that streamed it. <laughs> Why is that not on 4K? Come on. <laughs> but like, I feel like, hasn't she? And I'm not knocking her, but she's become like kind of a character at this point. Well, right? yeah. I mean, she's she really believes in herself. I'll say that. So I mean, the wheelchair thing. <laughs> no, it wasn't a wheelchair. Just a, it was actually an office chair. Oh, she's chair. she's office chaired out. See, that's that's the difference. She's being office chaired to the stage while sixty plus year old Madonna is on a rickety ladder <laughs> climbing up uh, to her spot on the See? stage. What does that yeah. say? Yeah. So want to get your thoughts on that. But we got a great show tonight, Robert. We have 2012 highest grossing films according to Box Office Mojo. What do we have for number one, Sar? The Avengers. This is the one that started it all. Oof. The for the, uh, for, for, the for better and, and worse. The combo and stuff like that. So and you know what? I mean, I saw it in the theater and it was a good movie, kind of like a lot of Marvel movies. Like it is a good ride. I get out of the theater and a couple hours later I don't quite remember anything about it, and nor do I feel a need to watch it again. Yep, hundred percent. Same with me. Saw it in the theater, enjoyed the the spectacle of it all. I think a day later, I couldn't have told you what the plot was or what happened. I just knew it was visually entertaining. But maybe they have some subliminal thing on purpose. They kind of zap it out of our brains. <laughs> Buy more like, Disney stock. Kind of like a yeah, Men in Black at the end, or like, what do we see? It erases it. Yeah, go see it again. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> go spend more money. I think these movies, for the most part, hold up well for what they are. I mean, I'm not a big superhero guy, but I'm clamoring to go watch these again. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a Star Wars guy. But um, but yeah, I think they're I think they're well they're very well made uh, for visual effects. Yes, and that's what you're seeing. So still holds up slightly for what it is. For what it is. <laughs> Number two is The Dark Knight Rises. Uh-huh. Very ambitious movie. Uh, Dark Knight was an ambitious movie, but this one was a little bit too ambitious for my tastes. And why I like Bane, and I think he was actually a superior villain in a lot of ways than Joker, um, the film itself does not hold up for me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. It, it, it is truly the Return of the Jedi of the Dark Knight series. <laughs> it really is. Where they're like, uh, let's do it. And it's like, uh, and there's pieces. There's, there's pieces that were good. And right. then there's fragments. And I'm, I think Nolan, honestly, is kind of overrated director that um, not everything he does is perfect, but he kind of feels like what he does is perfect. So, um, mm, so I like, I like Joseph Gordon Levitt. I think he was kind of underused or misused. Maybe I think I would appreciate him more in there, but yeah. I'm on board with what you're saying. Yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, Occupy Wall Street mm-hmm. subtext going on, which doesn't age well because it was a topical thing of 2012. And Batman is, you know, kind of underground in the prison for like the majority of the movie. And Catwoman, it's, it's, there's just so many arcs. It, it yeah. didn't. I don't know. And we're always, no matter who takes over, exactly like what, <laughs> um, wherever, when everybody's oh, some over, you know, takes over, you know, whatever the latest version of Batman is, it usually just takes a couple of movies and we're kind of right back at Batman forever again, you know, <laughs> like the, like, well, we're not going to go that dark anymore, you know? Right. Yeah. So. They, 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 they do. Yeah. It's back to Batman forever. I bet you if he was given a fourth one, we would have neon stuff and, <laughs> Right, <laughs> Nia, Mr. Freeze. Yes, but <laughs> oh, uh, uh, yeah. So this is yeah, probably the well. I'm not the dark. I've the the middle one, the Dark Knight. I watch. I think it's mostly for Heath Ledger's. Obviously, not actually Batman and stuff like that. But it was fine. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Okay, so what do we have for number three? The Hunger Games, and so this must be number one. <laughs> It has to be. There's no subtitle. So, yeah. So, um, so similar to uh, Twilight Saga and some stuff like that, people had read these books, and so there was kind of this anticipation. So, and kind of like the same thing. The first one is like, oh, they, this is pretty good. I'm like, no, you know, no wonder they should make this into a series. And it quickly goes downhill from there into some 
something a little bit disastrous. So first one was fine uh, for mm-hmm. what it is. I felt like it would be held up as a stronger movie if it wasn't followed by deteriorating sequels. Mocking Jay. Is that the next one? Or is that no, the last no, one? Mocking I don't Jay know. was like the last three, the last two of yeah. them. But then there was uh yeah, the other ones weren't good. I do think this one still holds up the first one. It's the only one I'll probably ever rewatch. And I do think it's um obviously based on the book, but I do think the post-apocalyptic background is always a cool thing. Mm-hmm. It it feels like the stand in some yeah. parts a little bit. Uh not the 2020 version. Well, which, yeah, which one? Which one? <laughs> but it's uh I think this I think this film still holds up, but we'll get to the other ones later, of course. Yep. Yep. Okay, number uh four is Skyfall. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Robert, this was the first James Bond movie to gross a billion dollars. I would not, not be the surprised. Only one. Yeah. But yeah. So this is probably my favorite Bond as a, a lot of other people's Bonds. So um, this one, they kind of have it all together. It's, it's, has great actions, highly emotional, you know, uh, for the kind of the people we lose. Uh, obviously Adele probably has one of the, the better theme songs. Um, if not the best. Yeah. So that is one of my favorite moments is watching her perform that live in concert. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful song. People that, and it was such a hit too. People that don't even watch bond know this song, you know, mm-hmm. like I know people I work with, I was listening to the Skyfall, and I know it from this movie, but they know it because they are big Adele fans yep. and um, it crosses over. But I think this is probably the best bond movie. At yes. least the best well done. And um, yeah, really, really interesting. They have a strange, <laughs> I don't know what they, the kind of seesaw effect, but it's almost kind of like the Star Trek movies effect where they have a mm-hmm. good one and then a bad one and a good one and then a bad one. I'm like, yeah. how can they not, how, how can you screw this up? You know? Spectre. <laughs> yeah. Quantum of Solace. You know, it's like, yeah. it, you know, it's like what? Quantum of Solace might be the worst one. Yeah. In the whole canon. Maybe the blandest one. I don't know. Yeah. It's just yeah. so hey we're in spain okay we're like it's just bizarre yeah but yeah skyfall is great and it, and it personalizes this good send off to judy dench yes um and it personalizes or humanizes kind of bond more than any other film so go ahead eject me go ahead eject me but yeah skyfall brilliant movie still holds up what's number yes. five Saturday? the twilight saga breaking dawn part two the finale yes this is it <laughs> ever I, I hope yeah i hope yeah. i think i think we're safe for a while yeah i would think so uh i saw this but i same thing i couldn't really tell you too much about it no um i wonder if these hold up better i wonder if the twilight films hold up better as they did more of them and they kind of like work things out better more or if like the earlier ones were still hold up more i don't know i think these and I can't attest to how the, the books, I should assume they followed the books uh, to a certain degree. Um, but I was just like, sure. you know, it's just kind of, they begin folding in on themselves. Yeah. They start to start to cave in it's yeah. like too much. <laughs> what are we doing? There's too much going on. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say that the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn part two does not hold up. I would say I would agree. Okay. Six is the amazing Spider-Man. This was a, uh, this was the reboot of the series. Right? Yeah, the 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 every ten years we get a reboot. So because Spider Man three was so good, uh, <laughs> so great, all five endings yeah. of Spider Man three. But you know, and I liked I liked Andrew Garfield as the Spider Man and yeah. and Emma Stone. I think obviously they I think they became a real couple after or during. Um, so I thought they had good chemistry, and I thought this one kind of worked. And they got a couple movies out of this version. Um, but yeah, for this one, this one worked for me. Yeah, me too. And when this came out, I was very against it. I'm like, oh, they just like, why are we rebooting this now? They just had Spider-Man three. Mm-hmm. Then you watch it, you realize like how bloated the other franchise became with Spider-Man three. And you're like, oh no, no, this, the slate needed to be cleared. This was like a breath of fresh air. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I think yeah. it still holds up. I, I think I just watched this the other night recently or then- the other night. Um, and then the Tom Holland one comes out and like, oh, we didn't like that one we either. Didn't, we, no, we didn't we like did. the Andrew Garfield one. We didn't realize that. <laughs> we didn't realize that there was something better that's coming yeah. down the pipeline. <laughs> yeah. But don't you think we needed this movie, though, at least for the Spider-Man franchise? It was just too much. At least they added the amazing, you know. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> so, because I'm like, which, which one is this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which one this is. They all blend. But, but yeah, and obviously it did well. So people, they yeah. knew what they were doing. As much as you, we were kind of bitching and complaining, I'm like, really? To keep rebooting stuff? I'm like, well, there it is, number six. There it is, number six. Highest grossing film of 2012. Number seven is Brave. I haven't seen it, so. Me either, so. No. This is a Disney uh, Pixar kind of film? Not made for us, yes. No. Okay. So certainly does not hold up. And eight, I'm going to yield to you as well. I haven't seen The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Nobody's seen it. So <laughs> Nobody's seen it. I'm sure, um, let me guess, I'm sure it's like three hours, three hours and 15 minutes of <laughs> endless talking and going on journeys. And no. No, doesn't work. No. Number eight is Ted. Number nine is Ted. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Yes. Does not hold up. Um, I I, I kind of liked it at the time. I think I only yeah. saw it once. I think I saw Ted 2 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like an airplane movie, you know, like get something to laugh at and so forth. But it's a good airplane. But flight. no. Yeah. And I think was it the second one that had um, Flash Gordon in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just okay. Yeah. It's a, but, but did well. Congrats yeah. to them. Number nine. Uh, and 10, haven't seen as well. Madagascar 3. Europe's most wanted, that old trope. Let's just go to Europe. Let's it is always. <laughs> it's a true kind of 80s thing. Have you seen this? I have not. Oh, gosh, no. I, have, see, I no. think it would be funny if since we don't really watch these kind of movies from this time, if this one came along, you're like, Madagascar 3 is one of my favorites. <laughs> I've actually set jet the locations. I mean, there's like you and like computer, you know, CGI. Hey, do that. Like, here's the computer that did it. Um, I'm sure these have a following, you know, like I keep seeing previews for Sing 2, you know, and I'm like, yeah. what is Sing 1 and why am I, what movies am I going to that I'm subject to, the, <laughs> to these previews? Right. Yeah. What is Sing? It's some, I don't know. It One looks of these like, kind of movie? It looks cartoon animal karaoke is what it is from, from <laughs> what I can tell, but that, that's the best I can come up that with. Old so. thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we haven't seen those, this yeah. movie. Uh, but that was the top 10 highest grossing films of 2012. So uh, let us know uh, if you agree on our social media presences that are flowered throughout the world. <laughs> Just a couple. But next we have honorable mentions, Robert. This is a uh, redeeming. I feel like this has always been a redeeming kind of portion of the show where if the top 10 list, which are pretty bad and 100% out of our control, we can kind of like weave salvage a good year sometimes yeah there's always some gems along the way so and i know the first one is obviously yours <laughs> yes lincoln um have you seen lincoln uh is this the spielberg one yes no <laughs> they what they did i felt like he did it right it's a it's a very well done movie of course daniel day lewis there's no one else that he's going to get to play mm-hmm. lincoln and um obviously there's no recordings of lincoln so it was all into interpretation but what uh, what I think really worked about this movie is they focused on one part of Lincoln's life and career and really drilled down. It wasn't a biopic in the sense that like, here's Lincoln as a boy and here's him <laughs> in college. And they didn't try to do that because it would just be too much. They focused on his passing of the Emancipation Proclamation, like one aspect, and they did it really well. So I, I felt like it works for that. I will say, though, kind of a snooze to watch it again. Well, that's why it looked a little, you know. Love the man, love the Civil yeah. War, but if they focused more on the Civil War, I'd probably love it. But yeah, his, oh, kind of historical a, wigs and camera yelling at each other, pounding on the table. Yeah, like huh, all Henry right. Jones is like the Reformation stands, <laughs> Mister Lincoln. They should have people in his like him and his two face costume. You know, like <laughs> let's mix it up. Right. Let's mix it up. Let's keep people awake. And it's long. It's like over three hours yeah. long. But Lincoln did have a good sense of humor. And my favorite scene in the movie is one of those things that don't even matter. They're not a sense of the plot, but he's mm-hmm. talking to his like chief of staff and they're talking about some problem. And Lincoln and the chief of staff is like, uh, you know, Mr. President, I don't know what we're going to do with this situation. And Lincoln says, well, time certainly is a thickener of things. And his chief of staff goes, uh, yes, you're, you're right, Mr. President. Actually, I have no idea what you're talking about, what that <laughs> means. Like, you would just make up these things. So there is, like, some humor with, like, that. Yeah. But it's just, it's a, it'll put you to sleep, I think. It's probably one of those early ones. If you say it with confidence, people will buy it. People will say it with confidence. People yeah. will buy it. 
Uh, number two is Total Recall. Is this Colin Farrell? This is, yeah, this is the remake. Uh, the dark and foreboding Blade Runner looking remake, <laughs> which I, I, I gave it a chance, you know, but yeah. the same thing is, obviously I grew up, you know, in the 80s, 90s. And so I saw Total Recall in the, the original one in the theater and stuff like that. So this one is just like, I can remember pieces of this, but like, it's just not memorable at all. No, it's not. And even Colin Farrell doing his best really couldn't salvage anything from this movie. I also don't think it needed to be remade. I get it. Special effects have come a long way in 20 years, but I don't know. Total Recall, it's... It's. I don't. I don't think it, it needed to be touched again. No, and they've been trying to milk it. I think they made some TV series or yeah, maybe for something as well to, to try to kind of keep it going. And um, no, just not not necessary. Certainly does not hold up. Yep. Uh, what do we have next, sir? Uh, another remake of sorts, Maniac. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you've seen this one. So Elijah Wood. This is kind of a point of view um movie so the, the original maniac uh was you know a 80s tom savini and stuff like that so it was kind of a gore fest and i think it was probably picketed and stuff like that and it's always kind of like what it what it's doing to women and and so forth so so this is kind of a different take on it and people were kind of like what are you doing elijah wood as a killer and you barely see him because it's more or less his point of view uh for the most of the time every once in a while he glimpses himself in the mirror um but it worked i don't know there's something about it that it, it worked for me and he was trying to elijah wood i'm speaking of was trying to be like kind of ambitious at this point in his career yeah. with different yeah. roles so he was probably like trying things out yeah but it actually kind of worked. I was kind of take, uh, surprised that it worked. Uh, this worked for me. So a lot of downtown Los Angeles locations. You've covered this. Uh, if you're just listening, yeah. we are on the uh, Setjetter website, um, Broadway train station. Yeah. Where's all the homeless people in this shot begging for money? Uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, this is <laughs> downtown LA is always can, can be a little bit scary on uh, <laughs> when you're doing locations. Oh yeah. A lot scary. Running around with your, my expensive camera. Um, right, but but yeah, so but yes, every once a glimpse you glimpse him. Um, yeah, th this place actually let me inside to take some pictures. So, is this an art gallery? Um, I don't know what it, it at the, in the movie it was, and I'm sure it's I can't remember. I know there's celebrities that live up top in the penthouses. So, oh, nice Palace Theater. I think this has been in a lot of movies, right? It has, yeah. I don't the well, it has obviously the old school, the marquee, marquee, and stuff like that. So, yeah. But yeah, so I did. I don't know. Obviously, I was a fan enough that I tracked down quite a bit. To, I like it. Yeah, look how look at my details. Look at the detail. <laughs> the little crane here. Yeah. Nice work. Thank nice you. Work. Um, okay, next we have uh, Act of Valor. As Robert would say, this is another Matthew movie. No, I know it's yours. Yeah. This is the Osama bin Laden killing uh, by the Navy SEALs. Um, what I liked about this movie that worked and separates it from a lot of those like USA, USA kind of movies yeah. is they had the real guys in it, um, or at least some of the real guys in, in the movie that were present, which doesn't work most for the most part. Have you ever seen Clint Eastwood's like train movie? They use those, the real people. You're like, you need actors in films. Yeah. But um, what worked with this is they shot it like kind of a documentary. And they peppered in clips, like real clips from the news and things. So it felt like you were watching a real like documentary. And I think that worked. Okay. Um, I don't think I've seen it. So, yeah. but I trust you on these ones. So, okay. So I think, I think it still holds up. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, ooh, what's number five, sir? Django Unchained. And if you stop screen sharing, I'll show you my, I actually brought a guest today. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. There he is. This is my Jamie Django. Fox. Yeah. That's so, so cool. It's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty detailed figure. So, and they got the face pretty right, I think, too. That's actually very detailed. Yeah. With the gun and everything. Yeah. Django. And um, so, obviously, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Me, too. Uh, still holds up as uh, most Tarantino movies do for the most part. Um, and I felt when this came out, too, this was a really fun ride. You know, it was kind of like you, you go opening day and you like we 
talked about before, you never quite know what you're going to get into with a Quentin movie the first time, um, especially if you've right. nothing, nobody's seen it yet. And you're like, kind of, what is this about? Is it, you know, and he has such great humor that you always forget that he has great bloody drama, um, but there's yeah. a lot of humor to it. So, yeah, and it, and it worked. And it worked for this one, especially. DiCaprio's shot from this movie is like the most used meme ever. Yes. How did, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like does that he, in the Gatsby. Does he know that? I, I'm sure he has to know that, doesn't he? To. I mean. It's like everywhere. Yeah. I mean, and I then every was, once in a while you do get like Jonah Hill's in this. So sometimes that does take you out of the movie that uh, obviously there's a lot of celebrity yeah. or well-known people, but uh, every once in a while you have somebody that kind of takes you out. But, right. but yeah. So, and if you go to... Um, the Melody Ranch tour, they have some props there for the movie. So oh, the tooth, cool. the tooth that was on top of the uh oh uh, yeah, their cart and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, th- that's like the most famous prop in the movie. Yeah. Robert's gonna eventually own that tooth. It'll be behind I, I, him in one I of these probably shows. Find a way. I'll find a way. We'll have the tooth. Yeah. Uh Django and Chain still holds up, Robert. Yes, absolutely. And American Reunion is number six. <laughs> Squeezing it. <laughs> And if you look, American Pie had some, they had their kind of three core ones, and then they had kind of these spin off movies that D rated things that were quite attached. So, but this was kind of bringing the, the cast back again. And I did, I saw this in the theater because I was like, oh, you know, this is, we're all growing older and supposed to be kind of like that. But it's just like, yeah, you can't, you can't go back again. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. This is the movie where Stifler does is dancing to Maniac. She's a maniac. Oh, yeah. That scene doesn't age well. No. When I first saw this movie, I've seen it twice, but the first time I watched it, it was on TV and I caught it during that scene and I didn't understand the reference. And I was like, oh, he's just like dancing to Maniac. I don't know if that's like a big thing. But then I rewatched it. It was because it was he was gay. So obviously gay people must dance better to its maniac. And so yeah. I was like, ah, that, that didn't age well at all. But I felt like they were too old to be doing some of that stuff in there. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it again. And 2012 referencing an 84 movie, you know, like what? Who, who's a, getting this? I don't know. Oh, we'll get to the yep. interns later. Oh, oh uh, yeah. that's the, my oh, the internship. Oh, the internship. That's my yeah. can't look away 2013. We'll get into flashbacks. <laughs> references there gotcha but all yeah. right i'll i'll trust you there so uh, american reunion no good try no. though <laughs> good try noble effort does not yeah. hold up yeah and speak of the descendants uh technically 2011 robert yeah i think it made all of its money in 2012 so i think that's why it might have shown up in box office but got it. it was probably end of year in time for oscar so yeah they had to crowbar that in yeah um but, but this is we've talked about this um yeah we just went through this but i'll just share a quick shot of the um, the image we were speaking of of Robert. Where is this, by oh, the way? Um, I guess by Pelican Dan- Drive. Correct. The bridge? Yeah. Yeah. So it's right around the street from... Yeah. So this is Oahu. Which which one you looking for? The running around? Yeah. That'd be up in... I was in Honolulu. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, great shots on this page. Thank you. So did my best. If you went to Hawaii now, would you be so upset about having the quarantine for 10 extra days at the airport going home if they're like, hey, you tested positive. And if after you knew you're going to be okay, yeah. you're like, well, I guess like, you're going to put right. me up for 10 days. If my credit card could handle it or if there was, car, you know, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Descendants, it, it, it holds up as a, I, I think this is not as well known as some of his Alexander, Alexander Payne's other movies, but um, it has some great moments. I like Alexander Payne. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that about the Descendants. Um, what do we have next? Uh? Uh, nosedive to the Expendables <laughs> too. <laughs> this is so bad. Um, I saw this in the movie theater. Oh. Yeah, it was rough. And I went with my wife, just my girlfriend at the time. But um, California she wasn't still the, married. You still married me after the Expendables. Yeah. But. Um, She's not into these kind of movies, but uh, well, who who is who Come is on. right? California wasn't in the best shape economically then. It really isn't now, but it really yeah. wasn't then. And there's a cameo of, of Schwarzenegger, and he's in the church, and he's like, "We're going to go to battle." And my wife, my girlfriend at the time, is like, 
who, who's like running the state if he's doing these movies? And I was like, well, you know, he, he said it was like on his vacation and he didn't get paid for it. And it was still a bad look when, when yeah. the economy was so bad in California. Not all his fault, but for him to be doing any these cameos, even if it little. is a day of work, it was a little much. It yeah. did not sit well with a lot of people. Uh, can you yeah. imagine Ricketts? Governor Ricketts doing a movie? <laughs> Oof. Ricketts. He's expendable. He is expendable. <sighs> Ricketts is going to be gone soon, right? Isn't he out yes. of office? Yeah, I think, uh, however, I think we'll, that Munster's head will be replaced with something worse. So, Oh, yeah. Munster's yeah. head. It will be, yeah. It will be another repub? It will be... I don't. Maybe it'll be uh, who's the Superman four villain? Oh, Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man. Yeah. So <laughs> we lost dollar stored Lex Luthor, and so now bad. we're getting Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man. Yeah. So bad. Um, Expendables two does not hold up, folks. No. I'm sorry, <laughs> Robert. You've never seen this. I hope. Uh, I think actually I might have flipped through it. The thing is, they all look the same. All the. Is there two of them or three of them now? I don't know. Oh, there's three of them and they yeah. are the same. Yeah. It's, and you could tell like, you know, Bruce Willis only did one day and everybody has close ups and they probably don't like each other and they're not even <laughs> in the same room. You know, it's oh, that's yeah. what I picture. Yeah. Yeah. It was done too late too. I get for nostalgia doing the first one. If you can get Dolph Lundgren, Sly, Van Damme, all those guys together. Yeah. But really the time was the early 90s. If you were to do that then with like a true 90s plot, it would have been great, but oh, it just couldn't be done. People would have gone nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you couldn't pay like $20 million to those guys. No, it's kind of like doing Freddy versus Jason a decade too late. Oh, yeah. Good so, point. Yeah. Uh, but much, much to do about nothing. This is um, Joss Whedon. Yes. <laughs> Who, uh, obviously, he directed The Avengers, didn't he? Uh, he did. So this is kind of his, like, actually, his in house film because this was shot yeah. at his house. And I'm not sure if he still lives at this house or not. Oh, this was a, his home in the film? Uh, not the one, but the next shot. Yeah, this is his house. So, oh. so if you try to look on Google, it's all blurred out. You can't see this house, but that's where he lived. Oh, interesting. Nice shots, by the and way. I, I like that you did your shots in black and white. Uh, sometimes you have to do that, you know, because otherwise it looks too Wizard yeah. of Oz, you know. Yeah, right. It's too much. But Nice work on this. What? Yeah. When, when did you do these? Um, I think that year, I think if I remember, yeah. Cause I was like, I was like intent on finding it on where this location was. And so I used a, a golf course that you could see in the background to figure out where it's at. And you have a Halloween four, five t-shirt on. Halloween five. Yeah. I don't, I can't fit into that right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> is that the revenge of Michael Myers? <laughs> that is, that's an authentic 1989 shirt right there. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. You always surprise me with your shirts. You got a, quite yeah. a collection. I have a shirt for everything. <laughs> does it still hold up, do you think? Um, I have not watched it in a while. It probably does, but but you wouldn't bet your top dollar on it. I would not, so. And number 10 is Snorhorse. Speaking of boring, <laughs> I put this on the list, Robert, specifically to tell you how boring this movie is. I trust you. I th- you know, I f- I first means I feel like I saw the stage version of this. I don't know. Apparently, it's a very great play, and I'll yeah. tell you, the story is a pretty fascinating story. Yeah, but the movie and another Spielberg movie, um, very well directed, I guess. But just what a boring film. No, and I'm a war movie guy. I was gonna say I saw I this like on it. here. I thought you probably liked it, but yeah, no, yeah. War Horse. I, I can't take credit for Snore Horse. That's somebody gotcha. else's joke. Somebody else's. But when that came out, uh. I saw, saw somebody posted. Warhorse, more like snore. Warhorse. Oh, <laughs> it is so oh. boring. <laughs> but well, there it is. It does so not it does up. not hold up. So, uh, what do you have next? Or another one that you have covered? Excision. This is one of my favorites. And we might have talked about this before. So we it have. is. Yeah. So this is kind of movie like May, where there's just such kind of some disturbing elements that uh, it kind of took my took me by surprise. So. Canoga Park High School. This um, is a drive-by shooting. So we've talked about this school yeah. before. Yeah, I think we actually drove by one day. That was it. <laughs> when that we were it. filming, because I said that's in some movie. I can remember the time. So oh yeah, John Waters, of course. Uh, this hotel has changed quite a bit, even since this photo. So oh yeah, but wow, the top one, the current one, your photo. The hotel yeah. made renovations that clash 
like that, the Titans. Yeah. Well, now, like a white wall and like a Mediterranean thing going on. Now the rest of it all looks that way. So it's not oh, even really? called this. Yeah, they lost the marquee and everything too. So it doesn't even look the same. So, um, but yeah, so this stars uh, Anna Lynn McCord, who was kind of known at the time, I think, for the 90210 reboot. And she was just like, I just thought she was awful. And so this movie, she really does 180. Like she's barely recognizable as kind of a Carrie White type of character. How's, how's her acting chops in it? That's actually pretty good. And so this is why yeah. I was like, I wasn't even going to give this movie a chance. Um, and then, you know, she's Fair usually kind statement. of like, yeah, she's kind of a, a bombshell, but you can see she's on the right there. Um, that she's yeah. not glamming it up, obviously. So what, Tracy uh, Lord. <laughs> go ahead. Tracy Lords as her mom. So there, there was some great casting. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I care for the graffiti. Well, in this one. That's what somebody. Slut um, and a penis. Yes. <laughs> hey, great shirt, by the way. Oh, uh, Madonna. Oh, you should rock that one more. That's a classic. Well, I don't like the way I look in white shirts. So. Really? I look. I think even more bloated. So. Well, uh, I think, I think you look fine. Well, thank you. So. But we're all our own worst critic. Yes. Great sweater. See, Robert's, we're not watching the site. Robert's spent years cultivating work <laughs> and spent a lot of time, obviously, on this page. And I'm focusing on the, his wardrobe choice. Well, I have to have a t shirt. So cool. I have a t shirt or something, a sweatshirt for every occasion. This is awesome. Yeah, the Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes. Punish. Uh, but Tracy Lords and John Waters. Yeah. So John you know Waters, is he, you, he passed away? Oh, no. Is he still no, alive? He, he, oh, yeah. He was just in Omaha uh, last weekend. He was in your city last weekend? Yeah. What was he, he there for? He does tours. He does shows and stuff like that. So, Okay. Because he was on Bill Maher last year. Yeah. And, but for some, I, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but I'm glad that he's, he's alive. Yeah. So I met him a few times. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. So uh, yeah, once at a convention and then on tour, and then I bumped into him at the airport. Oh, nice. It was a strange, uh, you know, you're, you're walking along, you know, like you're just, passing people or whatever and i think i was talking on the phone or something i'm like i think that was john waters and i was like uh you know and i had time to kill i'm like i was like should i go bother him I'm like no whatever and then he's like well i'm at, it's a small airport so i kind of looped back and i was like kind of felt like you know you feel like a little bit of a stalker you know because i'm like well where is he and he was reading a newspaper so oh, so nice. I, I just asked him he was he was nice enough but you could also tell like i'm ready to read my paper and have my coffee so yeah it was that <laughs> yeah. time yeah, but it was good. That is good. Uh, Excision does it hold up, sir? Absolutely. So I would, if you, I would, if you have a chance, take a look. Excision. You've heard it from the maestro. Recommended it. Uh, number twelve is the artiste. This is Jean-Paul Jourdain. Is that how it was? I think so. Jean Dujardin. This uh, is where they kind of swept the Oscars or the nominations that year. I remember. Swept the uh, swept the Oscars, um, definitely, and. Uh, not a movie I'd watch again, but definitely a cool change of pace to do a silent mm-hmm. film and a homage to the old um, silent era, golden era, if you will. So I think I think for that reason, it's it still holds up. Absolutely, no, it's kind of a a risk for them. Um, it also made you really made you watch the film. <laughs> yeah, you realize yeah, you how really much you focus. you kind of look away and and so forth. But yeah, so a best scene in a theater for that reason. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Um, and 13 is Silver Linings Playbook. Have you seen this, Robert? I have not. It does not like seem like my type of movie. It's, yeah, I would think it would be my type of movie, but it's, it's really not. I don't think it holds no. up well. It has De Niro. It has uh, Bradley Cooper. They, they do a good job, but I feel like I got the impression they were kind of making fun of people a little bit. They weren't, but, but. I, I, yeah, it didn't. I think they could have went other ways. They were just doing this in jest. Yeah, it was, you know, he has like mental illness and there's yeah. stuff and it's hard to play a mentally challenged or developmentally disabled person, I think, for so long without it coming off like you're making fun of somebody. Yeah. Perfect case in point, uh, Love and Mercy, the Brian Wilson movie. Have you seen that? I've not seen that. Mm-mm. Okay. Not a bad movie, mm. but the older Brian Wilson, you know, from the Beach Boys yeah, is played by... Um, John Cusack and I he's a great actor but I got 
it just came off like he was just making fun of mentally challenged people, gotcha. which he wasn't, but it's just, I don't know. It's a tough thing that genre to focus on. Yeah. Well, you're doing an interpretation and then right. it has to come off as stereotypical and broad, I would think, but yeah, it just comes off like, you know, a joke. Like, and it's not, yeah. so I don't know. Shame on me, but uh silver lining planes book. I, I thought was overrated. It didn't. Gotcha. I'll take your word for that. Okay. Uh, and 14, what do we have, sir? Paranormal Activity 4. And next time, next show we do, anytime you have, we're doing an entry like this one, which you've covered, yeah. you need to have a Jeopardy kind of thing. Like, And that's the Daily Double. That we focus in. Like, Robert has covered it, covered it, covered it, covered it. So people get excited. Yeah, what is that noise that they make? I can't remember. Let's figure that out. Yeah. But we need some kind of like jingle. Yeah. It pretty soon people posting it. Like, oh, pay attention now. If you're on video, watch. And then it'll get so, you'll, you'll be so bored of it. You'll stop posting it. And like, I'll be oh, like, Robert, another, did you cover Halloween? You'd be another, like, nope. another daily double surprise. <laughs> but you've covered Paranormal Activity 4. Yeah, I did. I did a lot of the series. I think I kind of got into it. And I think I got a lot of requests for these movies. Uh, so at the time, so I kind of. Did They're my best huge. to kind of figure out what, yeah. So, so this one kind of starts back more in a kind of flashback. So they go trick or treating to a couple of houses uh, in Woodland Hills, not too far from you. It's a Hannibal shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you're wondering what I'm wearing, that's, there. that's what I was doing. Yeah, and bright red jeans. You can rock the red jeans. I can't. You can't. And uh, no, I red. I don't. Think it's, it isn't my color. No. They look good on you though. Thank you. So, um, and the main house, you really don't see the front of the house too often. They're always kind of shooting out of it. So, but this is the main house in the film. And oh, then a nice. uh, the little creepy kid uh, lives across, more or less just across the street. Robbie, my namesake. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, obviously, oh, yeah. this was done literally a month or two after the movie came out, I think. So, not much looks different there. Great job finding these. But yeah, thanks. I think they were pretty easy to find. But so this one does not hold. I mean, I kind of like one and three the best. And I like the marked ones. And this one is, it's okay, you know? Yeah, it's okay. Would you say that Paranormal Activity 4 is the weakest link in the franchise? Uh, no, I think the next one is, if I, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. But I, and now, it's kinda, now I'm kind of can't remember. But uh, yeah, I just took a survey from Paramount about Paranormal Activity next of kin. And they had a lot of questions. Do you think this was better or worse than the rest of them? And da, da, da. And I was like, they weren't even connected. So worse. Right, good for you. You know, at least Saw had some semblance of like, this is all part yeah. of the same thing. But and yeah, maybe, they they're, maybe they were, thread. yeah, maybe they were connected. I just missed it. But anyway. That's a good point. Um, does not hold up paranormal activity for it. No. You can Three skip. still holds up though. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, number 15 is. There is a castle on a cloud. I like to go there in my sleep. I have an English accent, even though I'm in France. Les Miserables. Or Les Miserables. Miserables, indeed. (laughs) This is Russell Crowe and Anne Hathaway in the uh, Victor Hugo classic. I'll tell you, as far as musicals go, Les Miserables, there's few better. As far as films go of musicals, there are a few worse. They try, you know, singing live was yeah, good. Yeah, no, hats I mean, off to that. The on, I would go back to on paper. This should have been better than it was, and I don't know if it was casting or or non-translating to screen. I don't know. Uh, that's a good point. It's better than Cats, but <laughs> I, see, I still I haven't. I still haven't seen Cats, the movie. So. I have a theory about musicals translated to screen, and maybe I'm being unfair with this, but they don't work. You want to, if you're going to mimic the theater, it needs Chicago. to be done. Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, works. Chicago is an example, is a rare uh, exception. That, that yeah. definitely works. But um, for the most part, though, something that made its bones like Les Miserables and Phantom of the Opera, another movie mm-hmm. that didn't work, you just you can't redo them. It's No. We'll see with West Side Story. I know it's, it's kind of having a yeah. weak opening weekend. I know, but yeah, but I don't know if that's more the movie or I'm. I feel like I'm also, God forbid, saying 
is this only in the theaters? You know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, you know, like, I'm like, what are, what are my options? Do I have to wait three weeks till it's on HBO or, or what's see, it going to be? I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to watch it. Maybe HBO. You know? Somebody asked me if I wanted to see it. I was like, no, not, not really. I'm not, I don't, I'm not really clamoring for West side story. Right. I'll give it, a, I'll give it a look for sure. Yeah. If it's streaming right. somewhere for sure. Yeah. Um, have you seen Les Miserables? Uh, pieces like, you know, as I'm like, I, it's one, I was going to, I wanted to see what they did. And I remember I watched a lot at the time because they were talking about how they were doing it. And yeah, I think they really cut Anne's hair and everything. Um, but yeah. yeah, visually it's, I yeah. mean, it's beautifully shot, you know, but it's but, also not a, <laughs> people are flocking to, I want to see it over and over again. Yeah. yeah. It's a very depressing yeah. storyline, yeah. um, but I'm sure it's better than the travesty of Annie that I just watched a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah. But, you <laughs> talked about that. It was that bad. <laughs> It was that, but I don't know. It, it still Jeffrey might Epstein be. Like. It, it might be better than uh, Auto Tune Annie, the the one from a, a several years ago. With is it Jamie Fox played the Daddy Warbucks? I think I can't remember. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was that him? I can't remember who played. It was somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it. What have you listened the songs? It's like you can barely hear them, and it was like Madonna uses Auto Tune less than they did. I was like, come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Come on. Yeah. Les Miserables does not hold up. No. Number 16 is Flight. Flight is Denzel Washington as a <laughs> pilot that gets into an accident. Yeah. And um, the question is, is it his fault? Because he was drinking a little bit, but a little bit, <laughs> a little, little bit. Uh, was, this is not the pilot that you want, it, or is it? I don't know. Well, um, definitely not. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I'm big into airplane crashes, and so um, are I, you. I wanted. Oh yeah, I would. I watch every airplane crash documentary and video. That's oh out really? There. Oh yeah. I, I'm fixated that that's the way I'm going to go. So oh, no. as as much as I God fly, forbid. yeah, you would. I have a huge fear of flying. It's safer to fly than drive a car. That. But all right, Superman. No, it's safer to statistically speaking, it's safer to fly in a plane than drive in a car. But it's safer to crash in a car than crash in a plane. You crash in a car, exactly. you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. Plane, you have a zero chance of survival. Correct. Yep. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, you know, you have an upside down, you know, an inverted plane. I'm like, all right, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. All right, I'm there. Um, so, but this all kind of turned into a not a kind of a not courtroom drama, but a investigative drama. Uh, um, but actually, so this actually does still hold it for me. So, and I, I do still watch it. Yeah, no, I think it's a good movie. I think yeah. they, they play it right as well, you know, um, especially with the interpretation of the reenactments and the investigation itself. So, um, yeah, still holds up for me flight. Yep. Uh, 17 is Argo. This is, um, Ben Affleck's directorial debut. Yeah, did it win Best Picture that year? I think. Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah, it did pretty well. Not the, the Iranian. Yeah. Iran Contra crisis. So great cast. Um, I like the cinematography. I like the way it looked. Looked. I like the uh, uh, set. Obviously, set in the seventies. I think they did a good job with that. Adrian Barbeau. I think was she playing herself? I mean, <laughs> she, yeah, a, she, she might she as well be. I think she had a tiny part. I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, I think she's playing her, herself. And I think yeah. they actually reused some Flash Gordon costumes actual flash costumes yeah so um so i like this um i don't go out of my way to watch it but i will stop and take a look if i'm in a hotel or flipping channels yeah yeah i don't seek it out either um but if i see it streaming i have watched it in, yeah. in the past a few times it's good it's uh it's a good film uh still holds up argo it's a yes for us yep and 18 is the born legacy this could be any one of them <laughs> You this, tell me. This is Jeremy Renner in this. Oh. Who is not Jason Bourne. Gotcha. There's no Jason Bourne in the Bourne legacy. I did see this. Yeah. Yeah. There's just not a character named Bourne in the movie called The Bourne Legacy because Matt Damon wouldn't do it. So they cast Jeremy Renner, which you would think, okay, it's, it's like changing bonds because Bourne is like the American bond. No, no. They have him as another agent that they talk about Bourne. Um, I, that's I feel it. Like yeah, I feel like they keep doing that to Jeremy Renner. I know they were kind of like shoehorning him into the Mission Impossible series. Right. Like he oh, yeah. will be the one to take over. And people are like, no. 
No. Yeah, we're not buying that. So no, this does not hold up, Robert. It does not. No. No, it's very icy and just it's not good. Um, At the end of the movie, he's on a boat and they're like playing cards and they they pan out and they're just on the back of this like Chinese steamer and they're like, oh, great editing. We thought you were in like a living room, but turns out you're on a boat. Like that's so brilliant. And it's it's like weird. Um, yeah, they're trying. Yeah. What are you going to do? <sighs> what do we have for 19, sir? Prometheus. Yes. Yes. Prometheus is a great film, Robert. A great one. I liked it when I saw it. I'll, I mean, I try, I had to try to say this because I'm like, okay, it was visually stunning. Um, and we kind of, we had some promises along the way that this would be a prequel. And they're like, okay, this is how, mm. this is how the ship, how they found the ship. You know that you could all tell all these yeah. pieces. You know, and this is how um, Charlize Theron doesn't know how to move out of the way uh, from a falling, a linear falling object. Um, but yeah, that like, was like almost in slow motion too. Yeah, and you're like, ah, ah, I don't <laughs> know what to do. Um, and then, um, funny. And, but then that same ship took off you know i was like so this is not the ship you know surprise surprise um, See, it would have worked better if they kept it as the ship yeah they made it the ship and the prequel thing okay yeah because ever since alien came out you always wondered what was going on with that ship that they found in the first one like, yeah what they, other thing they should have done is like let squish charlie's last shot of hers in her you know last bit of life is pressing the button that eventually you know has the nostromo come you know yeah. and that would have been symmetry you know like kind of like how the thing prequel ended you know that's the all thing we needed prequel did it right okay yeah. the predator sequels did not do it right like when they a lot of times they they miss they're trying to cram too much in and they get a little ridiculous yeah but um same with prometheus yeah better than the sequel to prometheus Oof. yeah then we thought well oh let's give it another go and they're like no you even you just made it worse it, that, that was so bad yeah i watched that in pennsylvania with my brother and we and i suggested it and we never seen it and i think we were both afraid to say that it sucked because i felt bad for roping them in so we just started drinking during this we're like yeah let's just do <laughs> let's have some whiskey you know we're like because it was so bad yeah not good um no. but prometheus does not hold up it does uh, not unfortunately unfortunately what is 20 sir uh let's see hitchcock hello i'm alfred hitchcock you know alfred hitchcock was born in omaha he was not he was not no i can't back that up uh, i was just like i don't even not even know where you're going no, for that there's no so way. this is the anthony hopkins as hitchcock um mm-hmm. which he was fine it's hard to play somebody that well known yeah yeah um helen Mirren though was fantastic i think is mrs fantastic yeah yeah helen mirren is great in most things she does yeah what are we who are we kidding that she can just she can she glides into a role yes i thought hitchcock was okay for what it was Um, it was it's tough to do that kind of thing yeah um and part of me is like what are we supposed to be getting out of this you know like yes don't you just didn't you watch it and just want to watch hitchcock movies yeah, because like I'm you like, this is... wouldn't you rather like I'd rather just watch Psycho at this point. Yeah, then you get into like, well, I'm not going to really learn anything new. Or I, what was the other Hitchcock movie they made around that same time? I think it was for on cable though. Vertigo. N- no, I mean like it was about Hitchcock, and oh, I can't oh. remember. Um, it's more concentrated on um, Tippy Hedren. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of the abuse and stuff like that. Tippy. But, but anyway, so this is. It was fine, you know, but now to like, you know, like, oh, it's just stellar. Now, this is the definitive film, you know. Right. And I don't think a lot of people are rewatching Hitchcock. No, I no. do. I am working on, lo- I, I do always mean to do the locations for this film, but I have not yet. Oh, but at some point in your life, you will? Yeah, I will. I'll get to it. Yeah. Oh, cool. We'll look forward to that. So Hitchcock uh, doesn't mm, really hold up. For the most not time. really. And 21 is safety not guaranteed. <laughs> Have you seen this one? No. Uh, I saw this at Sundance Film Festival. And it was one, um, and I've only seen it one other time. And so it was one of those films at Sundance where it ended on such a high note. You're like, this is the, this is the best one, you know, even though you obviously you see a lot of great films at, 
at Sundance. So, um, so yeah, I would, if you have a free Sunday afternoon sometime, I would recommend doing this. Really? It's a science yeah. fiction. I'm looking at the page. Science um, comedy. No? I don't know if I'd call it actually science fiction because okay. you're more or less, he's trying to, is he, is he trying to go back in time or trying to be something like that? Tra- teleport or whatever. And like, is he just crazy? Is he really doing this? Um, he puts out an ad, uh, more or less saying, I want somebody to travel with me, da, 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 but, you know, but safety not guaranteed. Okay. All right. So it's a good Sunday afternoon watch. It is. And I think this is uh, the one that um, uh, it was directed by Colin, is it Trevorrow? And I think this got him the Jurassic World gig. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Very interesting. It got enough notice that... Um, that obviously he got a big gig out of this one. So very cool. But yeah, so I would check it out if you have some free time. I like your Sunday afternoon watch kind of thing. It is. It is. So. Yeah. So check it out, people. Those are the honorable mentions of 2012. And finally, we have Can't Look Away films that we admit are terrible, but there's some kind of silver lining in that cloud that keeps us watching. And mine is Red Dawn, the 2012 remake of the 1984 original. I'm, I'm anxious to hear, hear the silver lining of this one. It has Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. And the weaponry of modern technology um, in this one, I felt the other one, the old, the eighties one was a little dated, even by 80 standards. There's a yeah. lot of like loud rifles that they're shooting at tanks with. that didn't work. Um, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? They're using bullets. Come on. Yeah. They're using bullets. Kids. You kids. It's such a bad movie though. Red Dawn. Um, they the plot was originally China invades the U.S., which is more plausible than North Korea, which mm-hmm. they changed so they could release the movie in China without offending them. Yeah. So the movie is North Korea, the the place that's smaller than Nebraska, is invading the entire U.S. and like yeah. taking over, which is ridiculous. Where's this one supposed to take place? Is California the- somewhere? Okay, because I remember wasn't the other one supposed to be kind of midwestern or something like that i can't remember oh washington i'm sorry okay maybe okay i can't remember but... yeah the other one's in colorado okay you and that yeah. seemed like like uh you have to travel across half the u.s to <laughs> right right and you they know. alluded to that that yeah they took out mexico first and then they dropped gotcha. it to colorado which is bizarre <laughs> but um just bypassing everything else and like and, and if you remember the original it's it's the cubans that come in ah, which okay. is just as ridiculous as north korea yeah. Like these small countries. We want Colorado. <laughs> but Red Dawn has Chris Hemsworth, so he's a he's a good actor, yeah. but he can't save this film. No. Um well, he was doing have, it between Avengers and Thor and Kevin in the Woods. He was having some good years. Yeah, he was cleaning up this time. Yeah. Cleaning up pretty well. Um, but yeah, it still has some good jumps in there and uh some good sequences, but overall it's pretty weak. Gotcha. You want to watch the Wolverines from the 84 one. Oof. And what is yours, sir? Um, and I'm not quite sure if this isn't Can't Look Away or if it's just a good movie. Oh, I don't know, but okay. I love it. So, and anyway, I'm talking about 21 Jump Street, the movie. Interesting choice. So it is one of those I did not want to go see because I'm like, I saw the ads and I remember the guy I was with at the time. He's like, he wanted to go see it. And I was like, yeah. all right. And I was, I really <laughs> right. went begrudgingly. Um, and then I just remember laughing. I don't know. I just thought it really? was. Yeah, and so I really liked it a lot. And I actually even love 22 Jump Street. Oh, nice. So, yeah. I, I enjoyed this movie, Robert. I thought it was yeah. fine. So I uh, love it shut down, in, uh, shot down in New Orleans. So Were you sick on this trip? Uh, not this one, but um, I do remember this one because I remember the park. It was, I think, one of my first locations. I got off the plane. And I was, I was like there 15 minutes, and I was like, I could wring my shirt out with sweat because it's oh. so hot and it's so humid. I was like, yeah. I, remember I, was, I texted my sister and I'm like, I'm never coming here again, which oh. was a lie, a lie, but yeah, um, but, but it's gross, but yeah, it is. It was disgustingly gross. So, so there's the 21 jump street. It's like not actually 21 jump street, but that was the church that was supposed to be their precinct. So um, Jonah nice. Hill's house. So um, it was, this is one where I was taking some shots uh, from across the street and then the guy came out i was like can i help you and i like i do my spiel um yeah and uh he might be in one of these shots i'm not sure click the next one here was he getting angry with you no well no and he's like 
I was like kind of waiting for, you know, something. And he's like, well, how'd you figure that out? Or something like, well, the address is there. He is in the doorway. (laughs) And uh, so if you go down a little bit, they invited me in. uh, to He's like, come on in. He says, you know, they shot inside. Don't, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, come in. And so they had me say, and they shot here and they pulled it up on the DVR like the party scene and they look, they shot here and this is what they did. They had it like readily available. Well, they pulled it up for me and stuff like that for the fireplace. I think they were excited. Somebody noticed. I don't know. Um, Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So you in? how nice. Yeah. So they, they, oh, it was Labor Day and they wanted me to stay for their picnic and everything. So, but uh, that's a nice, that's a nice thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like nice to, to do that. So there's the lovely, lovely mall that's City pretty mall. abandoned yeah so City um mall. and then i remember the schools were yeah it was labor day so the the schools were all closed so i couldn't a lot of them were fenced off but so i couldn't oh, nice. get too close oh, to, yeah. to get the shots but, but you didn't have any pesky kids no but, which is good i mean you don't want the kids and i can't no. take a picture with the kids in the shot but no way also would like to kind of get in there and yeah get, get some decent shots so but anyway but yeah so These it nice is pictures. yeah so i i do enjoy it I, I enjoyed it too. I thought I don't think I've seen the second one, but uh, this was a funny movie. Second one, they actually do go to college, and uh, really, yeah. So there's and hilarity ensues, as it does always. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what? Like Channing Tatum, I think he as a dramatic actor. I don't know, you know, but um, he's he's a good comedic actor. I think so. Yeah, he's got good timing. Yeah. Nick Offerman, the great Nick there Offerman. He is. Yeah. And Jake Johnson. Yeah. Who is in Safety Not Guaranteed. There you go. Actually, I think that was a picture from that screening. So I love Magic Johnson in the back. (laughs) (laughs) That's his picture that he has hanging up. And sometimes even better is their outtakes, you know, from these movies. Oh, yeah. 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 When they show them the gag reel. Especially like Melissa McCarthy movies where they're just riffing. and Endless. Yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell is like pretty good with that. Yes. It's it's amazing. The, out, the outtakes from Step Brothers are sometimes better than the actual movie itself. I think so. Yeah, Step Brothers is the one that comes to mind. It's just better. Um, but those are the highest grossing films, honorable mentions, and can't look away of 2012. Uh, that's going to be our show for tonight. Thank you all for tuning in to the podcasts, Set Jetter Saturdays, and we will see you on the set. Good night, everybody. Why do birds sing?